What's up, folks? Welcome to a special bonus edition, the Corona edition of Hitting the High Notes, Utah Jazz Talk. Um, I have a lot of special guests on today. This will not actually be a super Utah Jazz. There'll probably be some Utah Jazz talk, but it's not super Utah Jazz centric. Uh, we did a really fun thing with a lot of Twitter users, so I really want to get into it. I invited Davis Stern and Adam Silver of the league, um, uh, the equivalent, the metaphors, um, uh, Riley Geisman, who um, uh, was super popular. Um, uh, I, I actually brought Mark Mueller and um, uh, Riley Geisman back onto the pod because they got huge, huge numbers last time they were on together. And probably the most polarizing jazz fan in jazz Twitter, maybe in the history of jazz Twitter, you know him as McCabe. <laughs> What's up, McCabe? What's up, Riley? How's it going? Yeah, like and we're here I'm, and we're ready I'm, to roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Like I'm, uh, I've I've wanted to ask McCade like hundreds of jazz central questions in my life. Uh, we just actually started following each other like last week, and now I have him on the podcast. And we're not doing a jazz centric podcast. I will rectify <laughs> that at some point. Um, uh, I also buried the lead. I invited someone who has never been on um, uh, hitting the highness before. I have pod with him before, Jared Moore. What's up, Jared Moore? nothing how are you doing this fine oh, quarantine day yeah you know you know self-isolation i've said it many times it's working out well for me i'm an introvert i don't have kids i'm just hanging out at home it's, i go shopping like once a week one of the few times you know that you're the smartest person in the room that's gotta be feel good <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right well like i said so um uh, what we're doing today we're doing a special episode because uh, riley and mccade uh tweeted out like i want to say last week saying hey what if we did a fantasy draft? And I was like, you know what? I'm doing absolutely nothing. Why the hell not? So 35 other user, Twitter users, I don't even know if they're all jazz fans, 20, uh, 35 other users and I got together and um, uh, we did a current player draft and um, uh, they changed the name in the middle of it to Corona Draft. So Riley, McCade, <laughs> uh, either one of you, how did this idea um, uh, grow? You know, you're giving me uh, way too much Riley. credit here. You're, you're, no, you're giving me way too much credit here. I, I sent out the tweet. I was just like, hey, I'm bored as all hell. Like, I, I don't have anything to do right now. And so I just want to, like, draft some players and make a team. And if anyone wants to join, then, like, we should do that. And so I sent that tweet out, and then a ton of people, like, responded. So I was like, I reached out to McCade. I was like, hey, you're good at organizing this kind of crap. Like, you want to you wanna do this? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so, I mean, all, all I have honestly done is I set up the spreadsheet and then I made the logo. And McCade has done everything <laughs> else and he's done a phenomenal job with that. M- McCade, the uh, master organizer. Let's, let's be clear here. I was at, Riley and I have talked about this for probably years. Riley and I are always shooting ideas at each other. So he comes up with the idea and he tags me in it. I was at work at the time. I get off work about three hours later and I have like 30 mentions. And all the messages say, yeah, I'm in. And I'm super confused at what people are in with. Um, <laughs> find the original tweet. I run four or five fantasy football leagues every year. I run a 96-team fantasy basketball league. So I run some of these bigger offline things. And so I've done a few offline drafts and stuff like that. And so I think that's why Riley said, hey, you handle it. Um, but I pushed it back to Riley. We got more than Riley and I did the draft. Well, um, we had a few people who actually did a really good job on the draft. I was pretty busy, so but it all worked out. Riley's got the stats down. He's got the Photoshop down. He's got the ideas down. 
Riley's the man in charge. <laughs> See, that, that's how you know it's a, good, it's a good partnership when they're both them uh, just deflecting to each other who did, who did the better job. <laughs> I think I did a real good job. So just saying. I, yeah, um, I think uh, Hugh is the is the one to give credit to here. Um, uh, yeah, I joined, uh, and two two of my uh, friends from Twitter um, uh, that I, I I wouldn't say I was ingrained in Jazz Twitter before this, uh, but Jeremore and Mark, um, uh, they both enjoy, which is great because it's like. I felt like I was going into a room with a bunch of strangers I didn't know, and I, I don't do well in those situations. Uh, Jerem, so um, uh, let's just get into the draft. Like we got everybody together, we set up this big Twitter group chat. chat. Uh, we set up the Discord server. We set up a lot of things so we can communicate with each other. Um, Jerem, you had the fifth pick in the in the yep. draft, I believe. Mm-hmm. And my, if, if we ever did this in real life, or you know, basically if this ever happened, I think that you want to have a top eight pick um uh, oh 100% do you agree like do you, how do you yeah. feel about having because I said it was 36 teams so you had pick number five and pick like number what 67 68 it was a big it was a big jump between the two but yeah like I mean basketball is a superstar driven league if this is football I want a lower pick because I want a whole bunch of more people but you only have five people on the court and so I mean and the drop-off passed you know Harden uh Giannis LeBron, da, 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 those top seven, eight, nine, ten people even is is big. It gets really big every three, four picks. Like the difference between you know fifteen and twenty is the same difference between twelve and ten is the same difference between ten and eight. And so, yeah, having a high pick is just huge, huge, huge. Right. And so I'll read off the first uh, ten picks here. It goes with Harden, uh, who went to McCade, which um uh, you know no 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 David Sternum uh, you know making the envelope cold there or anything. Um, uh, I, I randomized the draft order and I got number one. I'll just yeah. say that. As a commissioner, I'll just throw it, that as, as a commissioner, you don't want that to happen to you. I mean, I didn't even want the first pick, but whatever. It happened. Yeah, so, I took Harden. Yeah. Um, uh, so have, um, Harden, um, Giannis, uh, LeBron, Luca went four, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, uh, Curry. Lillard, and then last uh, the first ten picks, uh, Joel Embiid. I guess Doncic is probably the one I thought was most surprising, um, seeing how this is only a one year league. Mark, um, uh, yeah. so you were on sort sort of the other end. You're not on the complete other end of the spectrum, but you were at number twenty one, right before me, snaking my picks. Um, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, what does it feel like? I'm uh, not having like what what was your strategy? Because when you have a top five pick, you're taking the top rated player, you know, um, uh, that's left on the board. Yeah. Uh, and so, but at 21, you have some options. And uh, who did you take first? <laughs> Took Trey Young, which oh yeah, Trey. You know, Trey. if you were if you were talking, this is where there's a big caveat in an actual like dynasty league. I might have taken him in a playing GM role. There's no way I'm taking Trey Young in the first round where I did. I'd have taken somebody like um, Kemba or maybe you know Oladipo or Middleton instead. But given that it was 2K. He fell to me. I couldn't give him up, right? 2K loves offense. So I took Trey, and that really shifted the rest of my draft. Like I had then had to draft very defensively in other positions because Trey Young is, I don't think this is a hot take, right? He's like the worst defender in the league. He just is. So it, it really sucked picking that late because it felt like there wasn't the right pick, right? Like it's right. That 20 through 36 or whatever, it feels like every pick you're taking is somebody that would have been a second or third round pick. 
Right. And, um, and again, we, we did have a lot more like, you know, in regular NBA's 30 teams. We had 36. I'm assuming just because everybody wanted in. Yeah. Um, but, you know, having having a later pick, you did get to get a better, you know, uh, compliment to Trey Young. Who did you grab in the second round to compliment your team? Yeah, JJJ. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you staked it right before I... Uh, like, yeah, I really that, JJJ, that yeah. was the guy I stole off of you. Uh, yeah, Jaron Jackson, he... I took him because I needed... I really wanted to play a five-out kind of team. And so I took him with the idea of him actually being my starting five with Trey and then just running pick and pops all day. Um but then also he's a good defender, right? He's a plus, def- he's an above zero defender, I guess, right? And but most of all, he can block shots. So knowing that Trey Young's going to give up a lot of easy layups to guards, I wanted somebody who could at least somewhat defend the rim. And you had guys like I was actually targeting. Um, who else was I targeting? I was targeting. I was targeting Iton. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton, and then Bam. Bam was the guy who I really wanted, but Bam went two picks before me, which yeah. I was really upset about. But um, Jerem, how do you feel like compare like you know, so you know later in the draft you get Trey Young and JJJ, but you started with uh, um, you started with Kevin Durant and uh, so I <laughs> I tried to trade up feverishly once Mock and Brogdon <laughs> started falling. I talked to so yeah I have like sixty six or something like that. I started talking from about fifty five. I messaged every single person. Hey, what are, what's it going to take? Hey, what do you want? Hey, what did it? And the person in front of me drafted John Wall first. And I go, okay, I don't have to worry about him. Why would John Wall, why would the guy with John Wall want another point guard right away? There are so many other needs. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon went right before him. So from that point on, <laughs> I had to decide. Um, I actually set up a little board and I had, and I was just going to go, I was like, I'm just going to stick to my board and stick to my board. And so my board was, one Brogdon, two Evan Fournier because I wanted a another wing defender. Two, and Fournier isn't like a supreme wing defender, but I wanted someone who could take the tougher wing assignment versus KD. And then I just ordered one in length. And on top of that, Fournier is a, a good three point shooter. My other thought was Spencer Dinwiddie, but I didn't. He was I wasn't sure about it, and so I just went with my board and took Dinwiddie and my other, my other choice was Marvin Bagley who eventually fell back to me on the wraparound on the third. And from there, I felt I had a really good core of two, three, four was all six, seven plus long. Um, I mean, Bagley's not an outside shooter by any means, but he's strong inside. He's a, I mean, whether he, not, whether or not he's actually a good defender long-term, we don't know because he's still young, but that potential seemed like it was such a good fit next to KD that it was just really hard to pass up. Yeah. I mean, it was hard, but like, um, uh, yeah, it's hard to get a second compliment when you're so far down versus, um, uh, but you got Kevin Durant. So Riley, um, I know that you're running spreadsheets. I thought this is a a spreadsheet simulation that we were doing. I didn't know we were doing 2K. (laughs) So halfway through my drafting, I had to change strategies. How did you want people to approach this draft? So my, my original idea was, it, I mean, it was exactly that. Like, I just wanted to, like, have a draft and then whoever we, – we just say, okay, that's great. But then we were like, eh, we could we could throw in, like, a simulation aspect and just, like, have fun seeing what happens with it all. Um, yeah. So we, we, we decided to go with 2K. I was I was going to try to do, make a spreadsheet. I might do that if we do this again. But – I I also have NBA Let's Live if, if people play that before. So. <laughs> okay. Let's be um, clear uh, right so, now, 2K is awful. Yeah. And we're not taking it with anything 
of, <laughs> oh, you were the best because you won on 2K. It's fun because we can actually, quote unquote, watch the games, but I wouldn't uh, put too much weight into how yeah, you like, prefer hey, on 2K. I'm, I'm fourth, I'm, I'm fourth I'm, place in the league. I'm putting a lot of weight into it. <laughs> yeah, my, my terrible team is awesome. So... <laughs> Like uh, I was gonna say, my, I'm ninth in the Western Conference right now, so I'm like, yeah, you know, hey, if, if it's not serious, guys, we'll see what happens when playoff time comes. But um, uh, <laughs> it has been uh, super fun because, uh, you know, we, we are starved for content. Like I am shocked. Like no offense to McCade or anything, but McCade will uh, Twitch stream the game for us, but there's no commentary. I mean, it's, it's just basically game commentary, twelve minute quarters that were, and people are tuning in and watching. Is is this surprising to uh, to you at all, McCade, or um, uh, did you expect this kind of um, a turnout? So, no. So I thought we'd get like five to ten. And the first game I turned on by nine minutes left in the first quarter, I was up at like twenty five out of the thirty six of us. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy crap! Like people are really out here dying without basketball." Um, we have a guy who's a diehard Rockets fan. His name, I think, it's Itamar. Super fun follow, but um, he's a diehard, diehard Rockets fan, and he lives in the Middle East, and he's up at like 2 a.m. watching this game, <laughs> and it's just great. Well, we're we're all isolated. We need something. Yeah, I'm surprised too because I know that you know for the first like couple of days I tried to get hey let's let's get a Zoom together so we can do commentary or do something, and people set up Discord servers. And what I realized was that people didn't want you know an interview style like this where we take the two owners and have someone ask them questions throughout the whole time. They'd rather have like a sports bar feel, get on a voice call and like just chat with each other about the game. So I was like, all right, that's my, my talents are wasted in that, in that environment. But um, uh, yeah, like we, we're, we're finding a way to um, talk to each other. I mean, I'm getting to know some people that I've never even seen on Twitter before, but again, this was sort of a social experiment to see if that would work. Um Riley McCade, how do you feel? I mean, this is going so far. Like, uh, like I said, I, I feel it's been pretty popular to the people who are in the league. Um, obviously, for people out of the league, they're not going to want care about this at all, right? I think it's fun to listen to. I don't think we'll get thousands of Twitch streamers, but people are interested and intrigued to hear something about how somebody fits as somebody's a teammate and somebody does something on offense we're all craving something right i i, I know riley and McKay, like what were your guys draft strategies going into and going into it here uh when you guys are picking uh, teams? riley do you want to go first yeah no i my 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 strategy was all about getting a distributor and then pulling together shooters and rim runners and defenders around him and so i i went with chris paul in the first round um i had a hard time choosing between between him and and rudy but i went with chris and and then i got dinwiddie and christian wood i traded stephen adams so that i could get christian wood and then i got another shooter with that trade yeah he stayed he stayed um, christian wood for me uh, like, <laughs> I, I was waiting for christian that, wood for another round and then I, riley is a christian wood um uh, he's he's had a crush on christian wood for a while so i shouldn't be too surprised you know, <laughs> You know, everyone, everyone, right when that pick happened, everyone was like, no, like I, I wanted Christian Wood, like, and that happened the pick before for me too. I wanted, um, I wanted, who was it? It was, it was the kid on the heat. Um, Bam. Uh, Bam. No, no. Uh, uh, Duncan, Duncan Robinson. He, he oh, was the yeah, pick before yeah. Christian Wood. Yeah. And I was going to take him, but then he was off the board. So I was just like, whatever, I'll take Christian. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
Also, thanks to our Utah sponsors, the Off-Broadway Theater in downtown Salt Lake and the Great Room Escape in Layton, Utah. If you have a second, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast platforms. It helps us podcast out, and we will enter all written five-star reviews into a drawing for free tickets to either the Off-Broadway Theater or the Great Room Escape. Just write a five-star review, and you'll be entered to win. <laughs> um, you, McCade, like, because you guys approached us um, like not drafting 2K. You guys wanted to draft like real teams here. Yeah, Riley and I are both spreadsheet basketball players for sure. Yes, um, and we both don't have a problem admitting that. Um, so I got the first pick, which I was not planning on, nor did I really want. I kind of wanted to be in that five to ten range, like you were talking about, because then you get a quicker second round pick. So I took hard number one. And it got to me at the end of round two, three turnaround because we did do a snake draft to make it fair. And I figured I want to build my roster. The best way to describe it is vertically instead of horizontally. So instead of going my starting five and then my bench five, I was just, I took Harden and I was just going to go big down. So I went with Jonas Vasilunas and um, Julius Randle as my two, three. And then when I came up in four or five, I took Tristan Thompson. And then now people are like, well, that's three straight bigs. So what I do is I play all three of them, 32 minutes, 16 minutes with each other. And so then I have 48 minutes of tall, big rebounding four or five play to go with Harden instead of getting those wings to fill in minutes who hopefully aren't going to take as many shots and, with Harden. Dominating. And you do that because like that's how you build your NBA team. You feel like that would be effective in this NBA yeah, most of my Twitter followers will know how much I was on the I wanted Julius Randle, Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert on the Jazz. And again, it was that going wide. Those are three big, but if you have 16 minutes of Randle Gobert, 16 minutes of Randle Favors, and 16 minutes of Favors Gobert, that's 48 minutes of a pretty good forward center play. Um, actually, that's what made this... the. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say that's what made the 2010 Lakers so good with Lamar, Lamar Odom, Pau Gasol, and Andrew Bynum. Oh, don't bring them up. Oh, <laughs> freaking just remember the jazz. Sorry, jazz crushed. podcast, jazz podcast. Sorry. Oh my sorry, gosh. Sorry. Mark, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, so how did you want to build your jazz? So, yeah, we talked about JJJ and Trey complimenting each other, but if you were to build your NBA team, what kind of style would you, would you want to play with? I mean, honestly, after I took Trey in the first, like I kind of went with the idea of like, okay, if I was an NBA GM, what do I need to compliment Trey? Um, and so that was JJJ with the rim running and rim protection, but then I needed good wings. Right. So I knew I needed, I knew I needed good wings. I couldn't pass up Tice um, in between. So I got TJ Warren, who I wanted a little bit of a better wing, but he's, he's, you know, not a bad defender. Um, He can shoot the three. And I got McCall Bridges. I think Bridges is a fantastic defender. I think he's going to be a great defender for his career. And so that's why I went with those two guys. I got Tice so that he could play kind of that four or five combo role. I want JJJ and Tice to kind of, you know, I don't want one of them to be like a set center so to speak, because I think they can both fill that role depending on what we're playing against and then can also flex out of that. So I drafted a lineup that I could go, like I got, I went Trey, JJJ, Warren, Tice, Bridges, then went Josh Hart. And my idea where there was, like if I need to go small, I can play JJJ at the five and I can go Warren, Bridges, Hart for a team that's, you know, still going to be able to defend decently well. And guys like Bridges and Warren can take, the defensive assignments from Trey. So Trey can kind of, I guess, be lazy at times, honestly. Um, but that's that was kind of my thought process. I wanted good wings. 
Um, and then I wanted shooters. So after I got JJJ and, and Trey, it was wings and shooters is what I was really looking for. And, and Jerome, I'm a, uh... Building an NBA team, it doesn't always have to be 2K based, but like, does does your NBA 2K drafting kind of fit with your NBA GM model? I mean, you, you draft Kevin Durant when you can, and you let him do everything he wants to do. I mean, <laughs> I, I know that sounds crazy, but realistically, I want it like. As I started thinking, I wanted, I was like, okay, I want Kevin Durant to score however many points he can score each night. I want him to not defend the best wing. I want him to not have to rebound. I want him to not have to, if I'm playing a, a small ball five uh, or like a, a small five, I don't want him to have to play center. I want him to play power forward. And so it was, um, and I, and I, I didn't want like, I wanted him to be able to, to take the ball up if he wanted to. So if, so I didn't want a ball dominant point guard and I wanted to maximize the strength of my superstar. And so that's what I started doing. Like I took, so I wanted, I wanted length all around. So my starting five is all six, seven and up. I got uh, Sadoransky and Mo Bamba to, to fill out my starting five. Uh, the goal was just length, length, length. Uh, Bamba is a 30 some percent, 35% three point shooter. Sadoransky is the same. Fournier is 38. And so you have, average to good three-point shooters surrounding Kevin Durant and Marvin Bagley. So Marvin Bagley can work down low if he wants to, but realistically you're just figuring out what Kevin Durant, I assume doesn't want to do, which is, you know, he doesn't want to have to fight with big bodies. So I wanted big bodies to follow in with him. And then I got Marvin Williams with my sixth pick because he can play anything. He could play a small three in a, in a lineup. Like he could play uh, the power four to start, he could play small ball five and he's going to do a little bit of everything and he can shoot the three. And then I just took talent wherever I could find talent. And when there's no injuries on, I want Dante Exum on my team. So, that <laughs> <laughs> so speaking, of, speaking of Dante there, like, did any of you make a heart pick, you know, anywhere like, like, you know what, this is a guy I just want on my team. Maybe he doesn't compliment what I want. Or, or was there somebody that you took that you like, so for me, I took Carmelo Anthony uh, somewhere in the draft because I'm like, you know what? 2K loves him. Probably not a guy I would really want to draft, but I do I do think that he has a role in the NBA. Is there anybody that you guys either loved or hated a pick, but you took anyway, even if it don't win against your analysis, I guess? Uh, uh, Riley? Not really for me, honestly. Um, I guess I guess the closest would be Trevor Ariza, um, just with him not playing much anymore and um, always injured and everything. It was like, eh, I'm not sure if he'd be good right now, but I mean, every, everyone else is kind of like they just fit with with Chris Paul and, and my team that I built. Wow. So you're, you're just on brand, Riley. You stick to you <laughs> stick to then. Oh, how about you, McCade? Or, or, or did you do the same thing? Uh, this is what gets me in trouble on Twitter. Is I stick to my brain, not my heart. And it's probably <laughs> gonna get me in trouble in this draft as well. But uh, I'm like Riley. I try and keep emotion out of it as much as possible because. The emotion comes when I say hi, kick your butt to all 35 of you. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, Mark, Jeremy, I'm, uh, since you guys aren't robots, uh, did you guys <laughs> did you guys um, uh, choose anything there? Um, I mean, I didn't reach for anybody that I didn't, that like I wanted on my team. Um, 
there was a couple of guys that like I would have taken had they been available a little bit closer or I didn't feel like I was going to reach for them. Like guys like Royce, you know, I would have loved to have him on my team, but I wasn't going to reach for him in like a round four or whatever. Um, Whoa. That's what I, did, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure I took him in round four. You that's did. Fair. I'm looking at the, looking at the draft board. Um, but the one guy who I drafted who I actually really did not want to draft at all was Kevon Looney. And not that he's bad, but I just don't want like mid-range big shooters on my team. You know, I don't feel like he's a strong three-point shooter, really. He's a big body. He can board. He can back up my guys. So I was like, whatever. I hated the pick, but I took him anyways. So that's really the only one that I was like, no, I I don't like this pick or that there was much emotion behind at least. But took him. He's been okay. I think he's fine, but it's just not the essence of what I wanted on my team. And Jerem, I know you're not the mayor, but I know that you at least bought Riley's property and made yourself a a, a big mansion on Dex, on Exum Island. Oh, um, I, uh, <laughs> look, I, I've I remember I was working at KSL way back, like right as that draft was kind of happening, and and looking and and I remember just thinking this kid has it. Like like if 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 he flips those two three missing buttons, he's gonna be everything. Like. I I thought people were going to be more enamored with him than they actually were even because I just sat there and I remember watching just hours of rant, like granted the issue with XM is you only had like eight hours of film, but I remember just watching it and being like, he is so much better than everyone else. Like he has clear flaws, but like, he's just, as soon as he goes, I'm athletic, I'm taking it over, deal with it. He was just absurdly good. That being said, I, I, you know, we're wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, injuries, <laughs> injuries, yada, yada, yada. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, Exum was, was a, was a bit of a heart pick of me going, I need a backup point guard. I want someone who can defend. I think Exum is, is going to be that good. I probably passed up some better point guard options, but I just didn't really care. Cause again, he goes, he goes along with my, uh, general philosophy for this draft was he's an, another six, six player. Like he's six, six. He has a defi- the like the defined role on the team is that backup stopper. At least that's what I'd use him for. And, you know, as, as soon as he gets on a, on a sub defender, just let him go, go rush the basket. And when injuries are turned off, like, uh, you know, I, I'm still <laughs> going to trust them. Like I, I don't care. Um, uh, so Riley McCade, since you guys are sort of like commissioning this league, McCade running the simulations um, uh, on Twitch and then, you know, simulating the games for us. Uh, have you guys, has anything surprised you with these games playing out, like styles of play? Because it, it feels like a lot of people are finding out that number um, 2K is not jacking up threes every second. Um, it's actually a lot, you know, <laughs> yeah. more inside. Out actually, sport. I want to bring this up. I have a good question to ask here because. I've had the privilege to spend three, four, five hours going through and building everyone's rotations. <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much for that, by the way. <laughs> um, so the first five rounds, I did 32 minutes. Those were your starters. The second five rounds were 60 minutes to your bench, unless you messaged me and wanted something else. And interestingly enough, out of the 36 of us, two of us have a bench player with 30 minutes or more. And it's me and Riley. <laughs> and so I have Tristan Thompson coming off the bench playing 32 minutes and Riley has Danny Green coming off the bench playing 30 minutes in the small ball team so I want to get Riley's thoughts on that because I thought that was interesting as they all started coming in Riley and I were like we got this we're actually going to go for sixth man of the year 
So <laughs> I'd love to hear Riley's thoughts on that. Yeah, no, um, I mean, my, my biggest problem in the draft was that I, I went out and I took, what, five guards in the first six rounds. And so I, I didn't have a power forward. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to throw Trevor Reza, my power forward, and run him with Christian Wood. And then I can just have Danny Green come in and play play 30 minutes a night for me. Um, and, and we'll – I mean, we'll see if that works. I don't think it will based on how we've seen the league go so far. And so I've tried <laughs> to, like, make a trade or two. But – um, but what, what surprised me the most about, about this 2k aspect, I guess, is how, how wildly entertaining it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's 2k. So like Spencer Dinwiddie will go and he'll just dribble at the top of the key doing absolutely nothing for 20 seconds and then make a three point shot. <laughs> but like, but like, it's still fun to watch. Cause like, I mean, it's the closest thing to basketball that we've got and, and and it, these, you have like a kind of a special connection with the players that you drafted because you want them to do well. So, yeah, yeah like, it's funny because like every every night, everyone's like, "Hey, do you have a game tonight? Or who's playing?" Because <laughs> yeah, wants to watch our team play. Um, uh, uh, unfortunately, I, I've I've caught a few games, but I haven't been able to keep up as much as everybody else. And again, you know, when you're doing, I've watched them all. Yeah, you have watched <laughs> them all. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because I mean, yeah, you're you're twitching, you're streaming. I'm a uh, 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 one hour, one hour game, one and a half hour games, or one hour games. It feels like it's long. That's uh, we're one ten if I pay attention, or one twenty if I don't. Right. Okay. I mean, timeouts and stuff, uh, all those, all that stuff. But yeah, if I McCain don't fast forward timeouts and halftime and stuff. Yeah. Then we're about one twenty. And then um, uh, yeah, McKay, McKay gives us stats and stuff. I mean, it's hard because like it's it's just, it's just you. It would be easier if um uh, we could dedicate someone to get the stats, uh, the league leaders and put it down or, and the, and the records and update that. But unfortunately it's one console, you know, so it's, it's not mm-hmm. online anywhere. And that should be our next business idea is to um, uh, build a simulation that can be run online by multiple people. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, patent, pending, patent, pending, patent, pending. Uh, uh, something like that exists. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I'll, I'll send you guys a link when we're done. But oh. All right. Let's start this draft over. Wait. Hold on. I'm still in the playoffs. Never mind. We're running this until until I'm out. <laughs> until you're out. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's, let's go around the let's go around the room here. We have a few minutes left. Mark, what was your favorite thing uh, about this experience so far? Um, I mostly just like like seeing everybody talk about it, how everybody's drafted. It's kind of interesting. It's been fun. And honestly, it's just given me like something else to think about, something else to do rather than just read the news, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's been cool. I mean, it's it's just fun like seeing how seriously some people are taking it and how interested everybody is in it. Everybody's just clamoring, like, I need more stats, I need more access, I need, you know, yeah. it's super cool <laughs> to see that. Jerem, I'm uh, your favorite part. Uh yeah, I loved I mean, I, I love fantasy drafts in general because I like seeing how people how people think. And one of my favorite things of all fantasy drafts is the, oh, that was my pick from like 18 people. <laughs> and you go, guys, he was never going to fall to you. Like like 25 like people. Just, yeah, and, and it's so yeah. funny because it happens all the time. It's like, or it'll be like the like 20th pick and they're like, oh, I'll take this guy who like fell for no reason. And everyone's like, oh, I was going to take him. You're like you're not up for 22 picks. Like, what do you mean you're gonna take him? I just Everybody think takes, stuff like, yeah. 
everything's gonna be, they can keep, keep falling like Costa Kufis did. Like just keep falling. You're like, well, if you keep falling, I'll take him. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I took Cody Zeller in the like my yeah. sixth round or seventh round or something. I was just like, oh, I mean, <laughs> he's like, I I need a backup. Like I might as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Because like we we saw like um Demar Rosen fall, Cody Zeller fall, Dwight Howard fall. Like guys who are Riley uh, or Riley uh, ranked highly. There we go. In 2K, <laughs> but um, uh, maybe not someone that you want on your basketball team in real life. It, so. it was interesting because I think that's a it's, it's a dynamic shift for a younger generation where we look at centers and we completely devalue them. Yeah, partially because they're completely devalued for what they do. Yep. But like centers were just consistently, you know, there was a time where it was like Javale McGee, Nerlens Noel, Dwight <laughs> Howard, just like people on top of people on top of people, and people were taking people. You know, uh, I'll take this guy who hasn't played in the G league for a year and a half. I don't want Dwight Howard. (laughs) He can shoot. He once shot seven threes in a game. I want him. Uh, Riley, um, uh, what has been your favorite aspect of our uh, Corona draft? I think you named. I no, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did name it. Um, (laughs) No, I, I thought that just the general thought experiment was like probably the most interesting thing. Um, Seeing how people make their strategies and, and, I mean, me taking five guards in the first six rounds, like that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but where where I've had the most fun was in making the the Vegas odds projections. Um, I went I went through and I took every player's overall two K rating, and then I combined it with like PIPM and and created a sort of simulation type of thing where where I got odds titles or title odds and odds to make the playoffs miss the playoffs and over under it was it was a good time <laughs> riley i'm gonna i'm gonna tag you in a simpsons nerd uh you yelling <laughs> nerd gif or gif and i want you to know it's from it's out of love because i i really like that's a lot of stuff that i wish i had the patience to do i think so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, too much fun for me yeah right mccade um uh, what, what about you what, what's uh your favorite part of nba 2k corona I, that we've done I wasn't expecting the amount of trades that happened. I think we had something like 23 or 24 trades happen in the draft. And it's not like you have here, I'll give you my 2022 first round pick. Like it's like, here, I'll give you my seventh round pick for your six. And people are like, okay, sweet. We'll make it work. <laughs> I'm amazed that- one, Cause I think we had, what? Well, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, the trades are still happening. People are trading pennies <laughs> <Yeah>. like crazy. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to trade their stars. A, like, yeah, um, uh, yeah but they want to trade their... Gorgie Dang for Lonnie Walker straight up or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I have to go spend 10 minutes reworking these guys' rotations for Gorgie Dang and Lonnie Walker. Their because um, people are, are rea- like, uh, as, as, as if you follow Jazz Twitter, you know that they're reactionary. Like someone yeah. goes oh, on yeah. a four game. I know streak. that. I know yeah. that. <laughs> someone goes on a four game losing streak. They're like, oh, we got to blow it up, but um, uh, we're keeping Bradley Bill, but we want to make sure we we get our fifth center uh, taken care of here. So, yeah. As, as Jerm, everyone, I love seeing everyone's excitement every night so that I get on and kind of finalize the night, and people yeah. go crazy and go, oh, I went one and four today. Oh, my <laughs> defensive rating sucks. Yep. And it's just super fun to see. And so we got. We got what five days left before the trade deadline, and nine days left before the end of the regular season, and we're starting to heat up. Tomorrow's our Christmas game. Oh yeah, so um, so we we're gonna have to do if, if this episode proves popular, which I think will, because we got Mark and Riley, 
and their episodes track as well as Tony Jones's episodes. All right, so um, uh, uh, it's got to be good. Man, uh, we're popular. Yeah. Tony Jones is everywhere, though. You can get him yeah. on every podcast. <laughs> I should have done it when he was in quarantine. There's a limited amount do, of you know? Mark and Riley. <laughs> yeah. These are, these are yeah. exclusive. Yeah. Right, exactly. But who cares about the athletic? <laughs> uh, Jer- as Jerem knows, like I'm a, we talked about trading in the draft. Like He's done a, a couple of um, dynasty football drafts with me. And it's because I don't like like players. I like tiers of player. Like, oh, I have 15 guys in this tier. I don't need the top guy in the tier. I just need the bottom guy. So I trade down a lot. So, he does. Yeah, he, so. We have, you know, the 35 draft picks and he has, he takes his first and then he has four picks and round seven <laughs> and round eight. And you're just like, uh, all right, I, hey. sure. You know, sometimes it works. Sometimes it's sometimes it bites in the ass. It is yep. what it is. <laughs> you, but you got to be you, man. Right, yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's how I did it in this draft too. Fun, so. All right, guys. Well, this is really fun. I, I, again, we're having a lot of fun. Um, I don't even know if we have a hashtag or if we're pre- we're just talking to each other doing it. Um, you know, follow Riley, follow McCade, follow Mark, follow Jerm, follow everybody in this draft. We'll tag people. Um, uh, and um, uh, if you want to follow along, maybe we'll put, have something that's public that people can see and, and follow along if they like. Uh, and, you know, again, we have uh, another about a week and a half of this before playoffs start. And after this, we might do it again because uh, unless everything starts opening in mid-May, which it might, we might need some more stuff to do. So, all right, guys, um, uh, thanks my, for joining us, uh, hitting the high notes. Um, uh, the Corona Draft Special. Um, hope everybody's my Twitch looking. is the same as my Twitter for anybody who wants to watch. Uh, go go just plug, plug your Twitter real quick. Uh, McCade, M-C-C-A-D-E, and then P-8. Yep. And, and that's my Twitch as well for you again yep. to watch. Riley, I'm uh, uh, I try and get two or three games a day. Right. Riley, what's your what's your Twitter? Um, It's just Argus11. Yeah. We're yep. trying to um, uh, um, uh, get Argus, the, the original Argus, off Twitter because he hasn't been after Yes. But, Kick you know, him. Go, go, go report <laughs> him. Go report him. Go block <laughs> him. Uh, Mark, uh, what about you, man? Uh, I was M. Mueller 88 because he That's, was a, a Mueller. He was. I, I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still and out Jerome? there somewhere. Right. Yeah. I, I'm Jerem Moore, J-A-R-O-M-M-O-O-R-E. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, got, I got my name. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> Take all those other Jeff. Yeah. Take that every other the, Jerem Moore out there. Yeah, he's the real Jerem Moore. Uh, don't, yeah. don't block and report him, though. So. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first Thanks. time, I'm sure. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time.